It's time to gather together. Either I'm Yelton, I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 195. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, join us at PAX East 2020. Announcing the PAX East 2020 fan gathering. New optional items available. Announcing the Final Fantasy XIV Fan Festival 2020-2021. Patch 5.2 Echoes of a Fallen Star. Site is updated. Letter from the Producer Live Part 57 update. But first, let us shoot the shit. What has been going on this week? Hey, Ruby. Whoa, what's up, Yalta? Oh. I, I felt a burp coming on right there, and <laughs> I, I was like trying... I was trying to suck it down. I was trying to swallow it. I was, like, I was trying uh. to finish saying, saying stuff before I sneezed loudly into the mic. Then Lord. our listeners love it. Oh, boy. What's wrong with this? Uh, <laughs> it's been a good week thus far. Last week, we took off, and that was my fault again. But I was on a family vacation to West Palm Beach, Florida, and the weather was nice. It was 77 pretty oh. much the whole week. So uh, we swam in January. If uh, if those of you who are listening are more north than I am, I know Yelta is. <laughs> and I live in Texas, and it's cold today. And uh, I know cold. Uh, not Minnesota cold, I'll tell you that much. No, for Texas cold. Texas cold, it was 29 today. How about oh. that? It was, well, tex- yeah, it was Texas It's in the 20s here, so we're yeah. actually similar. But it'll be 60 tomorrow. Yeah. So that's, that's Texas weather. <laughs> that that's, would give me a migraine. Yeah, it gets, uh, gets a lot of people ill around these parts, but we, we tend to get used to it. Um, so I spent a whole week doing relaxation stuff. You know, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Go. I know this is a Final Fantasy podcast, but I've been playing a lot of Go, and I can't play 14 when I'm out of town, so I try to play a lot of Pokemon Go. The problem is the division, the subdivision that we were at, uh, is relatively new. It's on the coast. We have, like... We had reception, but we had no Pokemon. I had no Pokemon stops and all that stuff. So it was rather boring on the electronic gaming front. Uh, so I did like real life things like read and swim. What the fuck, right? But uh, it was a fun time. So that that was a blast. Uh, got home, um, jumped in game. I have voted for my Valentino person. I don't know what this is supposed to be. My representative, my person who's going to cure this young man of his of his. Uh, <laughs> are, what's he? What's they, his are problem? Like getting, aren't they like getting the job as head? Blah 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 or some shit. Uh, something yeah. about head. I don't know what this guy's after. I, 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 the plot line is there's some kid or some guy that's he's got he's got his head buried in his work and he can't find a a good partner in life or something. And so you've got. Uh, these, these three that are going for this job and, uh, they choose, uh, you get to choose, uh, which one has the best idea, uh, to get this guy laid. I don't know. I, I make things up in my head. I read the (laughs) chat and then I read like what the NPC says and I'm like, all right, how can I get this guy laid? Who, who's going to do the most? So I weighed my options. I, you got, you got, uh, little Ellison who's like, Okay, I get it. She's the sister. You know, she should have Astrid. Astrid. She she should get some kind of points, I guess, because it's in the family or whatever. But I don't want to pass up the other two. Uh, I'm not into that. No. Oh, the the um. Did you uh, get a job just because you're a sister? Nepotism, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> and then you've got the tall Ellison guy, which I can feel it. He's he's very intellectual. He's going to logically uh, come to the conclusion. But you know, we got a lot of nerds. We got a lot of people pushing up glasses in Coarthus, and my heart went with Bert. I I had to go with the passion. Uh, uh, Bert's just got a fire in his loins, and he's trying to get this guy's loins lit up. So that's how I see it. Uh, yellow is passionate. So I went, and I, I always have to do my glamour first whenever I do the. Um, I did mine. <laughs> yes. So I went. I realized that I had swapped the male version for the female version of my little strawberry shortcake outfit. And, uh, that was because at one time I had dressed all my dudes, my Lalafell army, um, to, uh, to different gear. And, and I had dressed one of the lady Lala's, uh, yeah, like strawberry shortcake. Anyway, so I got it at a, at a hawk and I, sw- I swapped it over to the mail and, um, uh, painted it yellow. I painted the wrong yellow first. I did, I did like honey yellow instead of millicorn at first. I don't know what I was thinking. I mean, it says it on the damn website. Which one? We read it. Can you? Can you? In a couple read, weeks. Man? Can I can't you? even remember, man. Uh, and I, I, I had to go back. So, I, like, I went and talked to Bert, and I was like, "Oh shit, wrong yellow." So I had to go back, redye the stuff, because I, I don't want to just put the dye on me. I want to go back to the fucking glamour plate and mm. edit it so yes, it's done the correctly. One. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 I'll fuck it up because I'm going to put the dye on me and then accidentally hit the button and then it goes back to the other yellow. I wasted two yellows. Thankfully, I keep those like six to eight different colors of stone. You know, you can farm the, 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 uh, the little crystals that are, make the color pigments. And, um, I keep those in my saddlebag, my Chocobo saddlebag, uh, so I can make dye whenever I need to. And, and so I, I whipped up a couple of, Millicorn yellow dye, whatever it is, and uh, uh, got my shit right, went back to Bert, and then I was expecting like, all right, here we go. I'm going to talk to Bert, and he's going to take me on an adventure, whatever the fuck. No. He's like, okay, well, we'll see you in a week. (laughs) Okay. There's not more right now. I just, I'm kind of, I got to wait. I got to wait for the, uh, wait for the votes to come in. Um, I did go back and look at the website because my dear Cinnamon Riesling, my wife, uh, is planning on jumping back in shortly because she does not want to miss this event. She did miss, sadly, the last one, but she does not want to miss uh, the Valentino's event. She likes the uh, the prize. She likes gear. She wants the gear. And this gear looks nice. Um, it's, uh, uh, it's very form-fitting. Um, I'm looking at the male version, of course, uh, but it's got like this cool pocket watch. Um, that's on the side mm-hmm. of it. And I miss those things from 1.0. We had the belts and you could see things on belts like the keys and stuff. And I know they've incorporated that into several outfits, but it's nice to get something on the waistline, especially like a, a pocket watch. It looks really cool. Uh, the bowler, the hat looks really nice. Um, in fact, I'm just wearing the gear as is. I went and looked at the company gear. You've got the company hat and company, I think it's tabard, something of that nature. Um, and, uh, they, they look, nice but this set of gear looks nicer i can see you swapping the body the hat no that pointy hat mm-hmm. uh, company hat no that's not as it doesn't really look as good as the bowler but the company i think it's tabard is is the name of it uh looks really good but it, the other one's newer and it's got a pocket watch they so you know I, i'm going with the new shit uh but i can see this staying in my um in my glamour dresser it does not go in the armoire um, you have to put it in the glamour dresser, but um, yeah. So here I am wearing uh, millicorn yellow, and uh, waiting 
for when is this? The ninth, I think, is yep. when the uh, ninth is the the last day. Is it? Yeah. No, well, the ninth no, ninth start when the start of the of the second phase. And I did go back and yes. read for for Cinnamon's sake because you can still get the body, the the, the outfit, um, even after it's moved into phase two. You can still run through that, but I don't, your vote's not going to count at that point. Oh, okay. It, it just, you just get well, to. Well, it sounded like part. they get to decorate or something, depending on what the server picks. Yes. Something. Yes. And and even in the dialogue, it says something like, "Be get ready for our decorations when when we get ready to do this or something like that." So uh, it tells you. It doesn't say like get ready for Bert's decorations or anything. But uh, that's uh, that that's what I'm hoping for. We're gonna paint the town yellow, Millicorn yellow. Uh, before terribly long, I've already had people on Twitter tell me, you know, I I chose poorly, but um, I beg to no. differ. I think Bert, I think Bert's gonna pull it out. Bert, I saw Bert, a meme. I, saw, Ast- I, I didn't like Astrid's at all. Yeah, you saw a meme. I saw some memes about Bert, and I was already on the meme train. Like I like, you know, if there's memes, I gotta I I gotta I gotta join in on this. Now you said you voted also for Bert, huh? Yes. All right, there you go. You heard it from Gather Together. <laughs> I liked Bert. I liked what the Ellison had to say too, but I didn't like what Astrid had to just just date your client. Was it, her? She was like date your clients or some shit, and I'm like, no. <sighn> that's a wasn't that's that a. What, wasn't that what she saying? Date those people. Basically, yeah. Basically, like, date no. your date date your. I mean, that it's 2020. We just went through a couple of years of this kind of shit. No, thank you. No. And that's all I did in game. <laughs> I voted oh, for Bert. Oh, okay, I'm like waiting for you to like finish. No, that was it. No, that, I mean that was that's basically <laughs> it. I I uh, I took care of that stuff and you know checked on my house. Did and you all get that your stuff. chocolate fountain? Did you run the? Well, can you run the second part? Or oh, you're yeah. talking about buy the chocolate fountain yeah, by running you, you the thingy. That, you do that. You do the maze again, and you get your chocolate I, fountain. And I actually bought the entire other sex of the clothes, and I made uh. The guy in the beehive, the collectibles guy. Oh. I made you wear that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. I like, I, I like dress, that. I played dress up, dress up kitty. No, I have not done that. Uh, I knew it was unlocked. I didn't feel like running the tether maze again. I mean, it's the same thing, right? You're well, running think, the yeah, tether I think maze. You only have to do it once, though, to get the chocolate fountain. I think. Oh, okay. Get, Wolf and I did it, but a few you still times. have to play cards at the end. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. much easier if you have someone in the same room with you. <coughs> Oh, absolutely. And That's I, why I'm I need cinnamon to I like took to, uh, a screenshot of yeah. the cards when he flips them over. I take a screenshot and put it in my other monitor. And then Olf and I are sitting here in the same room and we're like looking at the screenshot and we're like communicating about what, how to do the cards quickly. We did 100% except for the time took too long. So we didn't get that, that one that's higher than Kindred Spirits. There's one that's higher than Kindred Spirits. Mm. But we took, we took just a night. And then we couldn't do 100 again. We like The first time we went through, the tether stayed at 100 the whole way through. Wow. And like, just night. couldn't do it again, huh? No, no. But mm. I, I think we were – it's, it's fun and I don't mind doing it. I'm glad we didn't have to grind out a bunch of stuff to get like a lot of items. Because it it is a little bit long, it's enjoyable, but you know it's one of those things we do like it when they come back every year. But you know, it, it it's it's now what is it like the third year we've done it? Yeah. No, I again, this is what I was talking about in the last episode or the one prior to it. I enjoy that they are bringing back these events every time. It it's nice, and it's nice that they're optional. This isn't my favorite one because my wife isn't next mm-hmm. to me playing currently and so i can't 
kind of cheese it, you know? Oh, Sorry, no, Yoshida, definitely. don't ban that. It's very – you can no longer play with your significant You can other. no longer communicate with your wife when you're playing the game. It's against <laughs> TOS. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So – but it's nice that they that they are bringing all these uh, mini games back and there's a regularity to it. I, I think it's a uh, familiar, familiarity that uh, is, is warming to my uh, to my heart. So uh yeah, that's basically the 14 stuff that I did. Um I did play more Pokemon Go when I got back and I've had some success with that because there's PVP recently that has been opened. It's in preseason and uh that's been fun. They cap you at 1500 CP for those that play Pokemon Go. So um you you have a ton of Pokemon that are viable. Um you don't have to have you know um uh, Registeel, although it helps, um, or Mewtwo's and, and those kind of things. Uh, so it's been a lot of fun. Yelta and I were talking about that earlier. If if you have fun doing something, there's no apology for doing it. You know, just enjoy it. So uh, if you want to be my friend, legal, you know. so, well, yeah, as long as it's legal, um, moral. Yeah. <sighs> okay, well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> moving I'll take on. My week now. Uh, no, but if you want to uh, friend me on Pokemon, go hit me up on Twitter, which is back, baby. I brought the Twitter back. I think I, I, I maybe, maybe now that impeachment's over, I brought the, I brought oh the Twitter back out of, uh, yeah. out of the dark ages, and so we'll try to move along with 2020 as best as possible. But yes, hit me up on the Twitter. I've been posting some uh, Pokemon Go stuff. I've been calling it Catch of the Day. Because I, I try to catch something new every day, and so I uh, put, put some stuff out there. But do not fret; I will still have lots of fourteen information. In fact, we got plenty to talk about tonight. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't think I was going to talk this long, so I'm going to kick it over to you because we got lots <gasps> to talk about tonight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually played uh, quite a bit the last couple of weeks. I've been mostly, mostly logging in. I'm, I'm trying to get all '80s, but I'm trying not to burn myself up out doing it so and that and there's the moogle tombstone event so i've been logging in mm-hmm. i've been doing beast tribe dailies and then usually like a msq roulette and and then if i'm really close to another level i've been like run a dungeon or something but uh uh the free company did uh some hades ex farm runs i don't know it's a long fight and uh some people are still learning to to uh do do it flawlessly so the farm party well, we had a couple pugs too. We had a couple, some useless pugs, honestly. But uh, we're, we're still learning. So, some of them are still learning the fight, so they got long. But uh, I think we did five clears, so that's a weapon. So I was happy mm-hmm. everybody was able to walk away with uh, uh, something because it's you know it is a long, grueling fight. I like it. I, can, I, I can't do it with my eyes closed or anything, but I, I learned it pugging it on the duty finder. So. Uh, it, it, it's, it's, it is, it is like drilled into my brain. It's very different for me than learning stuff with the free company, which I also enjoy doing, mm-hmm. but it's a whole different experience when you're not, cause like, I don't have any voice call outs when I'm learning in uh duty finder. It's just basically me reading their text and reading their way markers and pulling up whatever guide they say. In fact, I, I think my clears in most of my farms, there wasn't even any discord at all. Mm. So. So you learn differently, and I think I learn much better. <laughs> but I do love then once I know if I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'll come to that learning clear farm party for the free company. I'll help you." <laughs> but EX primals are about the hardest content I really feel very comfortable in at all, and that's borderline sometimes if you read my tweets. 
But uh, no, it was good times. I think we saw a mount and it went to, I think, a pug. I don't okay. remember for sure. You're we welcome, saw, pug. Yeah, we saw the mount, the music, and we saw one of the uh, crafting items. And I didn't get any of them, but that's okay. Uh, I did, like I said, leveling. I got Dark Knight and Astrologian to 80. So I've got all my healers done. Nice. I started on Gunbreaker. I think of the casters, I've only got Red Mage. I haven't decided what I'm going to work on next. But I did do the event, Valentine's Day, and voted for Bert. We talked about that already a little bit. Uh, my retainer brought me a wind-up hobgoblin, and it's adorable. And the, uh, the flavor text is disturbing. Mm, I, I read that. that. Yeah, yeah. So, but it was like, oh, wow. And then, of course, you look it up after you pop it, and you're like, oh, that's worth whatever million gil. <laughs> so, but I, I don't know. Uh, like I said, I was doing the Moogle tombstones. I did get my Namazoon neckerchief, and I never did farm up answers, so I bought it from the event. Oh, right. and, I, and I have, like, 50 tombstones again, I've been because I've been running stuff. So MSQ Roulette, you run that every, you run that every day, and... They really, really add up. So I'll be able to buy something else. I own most everything else, though, so I don't know. Maybe I'll just get some fireworks or cross-check my list and see if there is anything I'm missing. But I think I have, like, everything on the list. So, oh, well. And then I was a, a guest on Phoenix Dawn Radio last week, and that was a lot of fun with Klaus and Chili. And we had, we, talk, we talked about mods. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I... So it was, it was a, a very fun, interesting week. Weeks. Did, was Yoshida tuned in? I don't know, Because <laughs> he had lots he, to say he, about he had, mods. He had, he had things to say about mods this morning. That's for goddamn sure. So, But that was my time. That was my week. And it was good. Uh, you can shoot the shit with us. Come to the website, www.gtffxiv.com. Let us know what you've been doing in-game. All right. First round is the news. The first one is join us at PAX East 2020. That's not us. That's not Ruby and I. That's uh, mm -hmm. the 14 crew. They mm -hmm. are doing the expo is, it's in, was it Boston, Massachusetts. Yep. Uh, Thursday, February 27th through Sunday, March 1st. Expo hall hours are 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. They're doing a panel. The artwork of Final Fantasy 14, a look behind the screen. And you can submit questions to Yusuke Mogi. And there is a designated thread in the official form. Oh, oh, let's look and see how many of them are, bar are about, oh, like... Oh, boy. Summoner buffs. I didn't expect to go to the forums this early in the podcast. Oh, no, no, let's see. Here we are. Oh, oh the first... Okay, okay. Let's see. How would you personally design male beer? Mm. Of course, that's... I mean. yeah, let's see. How would you yeah. design their headgear if you had the <laughs> opportunity? <laughs> So far, they all seem to be about design. Let's oh, go. my goodness. How would you design an eggy glamour if you could? <laughs> <laughs> okay, kind of a backhanded way to get that through. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's – mm -hmm. I'm actually – I'm, I'm, I'm happily – either the moderators are deleting uh, unrelated posts or people – that is possible. I had seen that in the in the previous uh, thread. We we went back and looked because I had read one that morning. It was posted that was something not on topic, and when we went back later, it had been deleted. So they may be actively oh. 
deleting the uh, the questions that are not pertinent, uh, or <laughs> you know, the yeah. official forums are playing nice. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, you be the judge. You be the judge. Uh, let's see the panel location. It's at the main theater, February twenty eighth. So you can watch it on the official Final Fantasy fourteen Twitch channel. Or the official PAX East Twitch channel. There's going to be a PAX fan gathering. Uh, that's I'll cover that in the next one. Uh, Yoshipiri and Yusuke Mogi are going to do signing sessions. They're going to have a... Their Final Fantasy XIV booth is going to have a photo backdrop where you can stop by and snap a shot. Mm. A pick. And there's a lanyard. And there's a... What do we got? Whoa, was that a scarf? scarf. Oh, I... Nice. Fuck, I want that scarf. Yeah. A giant advertisement scarf, but it's it's cool. It's actually oh, not man. that bad. Oh, secret, secret, secret! Ruby weapon battle challenge. They get t-shirts though. Oh. They get t-shirts. They're gonna do that thing again with. They have a new player experience area. I thought that sounded good. They have uh, people actively there to show people who don't play the game and get them to play it and send them home with a free copy of the starter edition. They That's should do true. like mentor experience people with oh crowns on, and then they're just like yelling at them when they're yeah. trying to yeah, do the it. real mentor experience. Yeah, do like novice network in real life. Oh yeah, they can just talk about politics and social agenda deals, and yeah, not actually help anybody. Yeah, I yeah. did read a thread today though that was comparing some of the novice networks on different servers and. So, but I think they were both on Crystal, but between mm-hmm. one data, uh, one one server versus another on the same data center, and one was like, "Hey, I saw really good, helpful mentors in this one, and this one, not not so good." So, your mileage may vary depending on the server you're on. Well, and I think your mileage may vary depending even who's online. True, time right? of day. Even, yeah. even on Excalibur, I've been in there, and I usually turn it off because I can't take it. But I've been in there when it's just been some sprouts asking questions. It's used a lot just kind of as a general chat channel, which I don't mind so much as long as it's among the sprouts mm-hmm. and it's kept friendly and whatever. Right. But sometimes mentors, it's just like, oh, my God. I don't know. I almost wish there was like a – a uh, if, if it, once you're kicked out of the novice network, keep that novice networky. But, you know, if there was some other general chat. But I th- I'm hoping – you know, you would hope by then – Maybe you've bonded enough with somebody. I've never been a new player to this game since it came out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I couldn't even yeah. pretend to understand what would help new players. But I do know that a lot of people don't want to leave the Novice Network because it's their only chat channel. The game doesn't exactly make you go and make friends and join link shells and, and free companies and stuff. So, you know, I, and I don't, I don't also really – I really don't want a global chat either, I guess. I don't know. But anyway – uh, they also had some merchandise for sale. We'll have some merchandise for sale, I guess. Existing stuffs. And uh, they are warning us that the supply might be limited during to the early nature of the release. So, all right. The fan gathering at PAX East is also uh, discussed here. Date and time, the February 28th. It's from 7 p.m. till 10 p.m. Eastern time. And it's going to be at the Brahmin? I don't know how you say that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to look that up, see if yeah, that's a hotel it or if it's a, like a restaurant here. 
Yeah, so back bay. It's a oh, it looks like it's a uh, a swanky. Oh, uh, we've seen pictures of this before. Yeah, I've seen pictures of this place before. Yeah, yeah, that looks like a nice place to have an event. That's beautiful. Yeah. So adventurers who are selected to attend. So I don't know how you get selected. You can uh, come hang out at this event. They're going to have giveaways and stuff. Uh, Event regulations: you have to have a Square Enix account with an active service account to apply. You have to be 21 years old, valid ID. You have to have signed up and been accepted. You must have a PAX East badge. Uh, you can be the guest of an accepted user. So, and there's sign-up information and stuff, so go check it out. There's an application to be filled out. And it's already closed. So if you haven't signed up by now, <laughs> the sign-ups were available. Tell and it's gone. Yesterday. And it's gone. So, hopefully if you had any interest in that... You already looked. <laughs> Sorry. All right. And then the ever-reoccurring optional items is available. This first one surprised me. Didn't see this one coming. Had to run out and buy it because it's I... It's a good one. Yeah. It's just... Again, don't get me wrong. I wish these things were implemented in the game natively. I wish I could quest for it or whatever. I would not have... I don't I don't really like a cash shop, but I had to have this toast emote. It's just mm-hmm. too cute and it just matches Yalta's. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have last year's uh Valentine Day's stuff. So the really ugly Gigas Greatsword for Dark Knight, the pretty much invisible Tonberry knife for Culinarian offhand. Mm-hmm. And three housing things. The authentic stuffed mammoth is cute. Last year I had or I had farmed up like three of the things because you could dye them. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was Raven. She logged in and she's like, I, she missed the event or didn't get something. And I'm like, well, there is a way for you to have one of mine since it is a piece of furniture you can pick down, put down and pick up. I just gave her permission to pick it up in my house and she could just have it. So How cool. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm sure they'll hear, somebody will tell them I did that, and you'll no longer be able to pick up and hold other people's stuff and take it with uh, you and put it in your house. Maybe patch 5.3 will get a disclaimer. <laughs> uh, and I didn't sell it, I just gave it to a friend. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, are we ready? Are we ready for this? We'll, 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 announcing the Final Fantasy fourteen Fan Festival Oof. 2020. It is in San Diego. For the North Whoa. America. I know, I know. Whoa. Uh, yeah, that's a, that was big. I mean, that was that's... big. I, my heart sank at first because I'm like, oh, my God, that's so much further. It's like because we always drive. It's like mm-hmm. six hours more. I mm. can probably handle that. Well, it's already it was already like a 25 hour drive. This is like a 29. I don't know. Yeah. But it's in San Diego. And this is a significantly bigger venue, I believe. San Diego Convention Center. That's yeah. where the Comic Con is, right? That's what I. That's what the cool kids were saying. Yeah. So it's big. Yeah, double yeah. the size is what I keep hearing. Um, and uh, San Diego's a fun place. I've been once before. It was is for a wedding, and we didn't get to do a whole heck of a lot while we were out there. Um, yeah. Tell us more, because I've heard a buzz about this. I think it could go either way. But um, tell us more. I don't know much about San Diego. So uh, I haven't been to California since I was six. So mm. I would like to go. Uh, it is Friday, November 6th and Saturday, November 7th. One thing I noticed about that is this year's election day. 
I'm not going to make this political, but this year's election day is November 3rd. So that's Tuesday. So if you're driving, you have to vote and then drive. Or early vote, I guess. Or early voting, I guess there's, yeah. The 3rd is also my birthday, so I might just take the day off, vote, and drive. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, no, the San Diego Convention Center looks seems like it would be a good place to have it and there's like a lot of hotels around there i'm assuming there's a lot of like places to eat and hang out and stuff yeah my understanding is there's a lot of shit across the street from where this is at so you know i was like oh a bunch of pokestops and shit uh yeah water pokemon next to the ocean there you go uh but san diego we did go to the zoo uh when i visited san diego you do have the san diego zoo it's a badass zoo so i think it's definitely worth visiting if you're well if you're into walking miles and miles and miles uh in a single day and uh you like animals so that's the only stuff I know, and and you want to get tacos, I think, or, car- or carne asada fries. I think oh. it was a big deal in San Diego, but you know, um, I I heard a lot of buzz today about San Diego, and it was negative buzz because a lot of people are looking at this as a more expensive trip, and I've already yeah. seen the tweets of the flights. And flights to Vegas are cheaper than flights to San Diego. Now, I haven't looked. We typically, my wife and I, fly uh, Southwest Airlines because there is a Southwest Airlines uh, airport that is closer to us than our international airport. And it's easier to get in and out, and Southwest is usually funny, and I like the way they do their seating and stuff. And Vegas, of course, has a Southwest hub, Mm -hmm. and so it's really easy to get that. I don't know much about San Diego. I know we did fly there once before, and it might have Southwest hub, and that's all well and good, and flights are cheaper. We looked. We couldn't find any flight prices through Southwest at this time. But mm-hmm. others, I have seen 600. I have seen 1,000. Oh, good Lord. Um, that's yeah. spooky to so me. That, that's, so that's what all the posts... I, I, I didn't get to follow very close today, but a lot of the posts were like, bigger venue, but less people might be able to go or something. Is that what they were perhaps... Yeah, because even though that there's a, yeah, a bigger venue and more people may be able to get tickets, I mean, think, every year Yelta and I have done this, we talk about the... The headache, the fear of buying tickets and missing out. We've had episodes. Yelta's had crying fits. Mm-hmm. I've had to get her tickets. She's had to get my tickets. It's always like this <gasps> kind of situation. And take, to think take the day off. Yeah. Exactly. We do it every year. And so to think that, oh, it's easier to get tickets this go around, that kind of eases up. But to think you might have to spend $400 more in fees to uh to get things done you're like oh that's that's bad and then on a personal note both yelta and i had like two personal situations i'm trying to work out a a vacation schedule that i'm on a blackout up through that weekend it releases the following weekend but up through that weekend i'm blacked out on vacation dates and yelta you said you had a similar situation with ulf Yeah, Ulf, uh, Ulf has already been locked in to cover for some coworkers. Uh, hunting season in Minnesota deer opener is the ninth, so I don't know if they go the following weekend, wherein we would be okay. Otherwise, if they go the week of the ninth, and Ulf is supposed to be at work on the ninth, well, I probably can't go. This is uh, it's it's wild. I mean, we Yelta and I have been three years in a row, not mm-hmm. three in a row, but three fan yeah, fests in yeah. a row. We've been to all of them. I mean, it's. I, I could see it being fair if somebody got my ticket, you know, like, hey, enjoy yourself, whatever. Um, 
But it's going to be a good time, and I hate to hit, I hate to miss 6.0 information because you know mm. that's going to be coming. The hype that day is uh, it's it's. Uh, I don't think you can recreate that. Just watching it on TV. Or, or yeah. TV. Yeah, that's the truth. So stay tuned for uh, your favorite two podcasters here to <laughs> see if, how how we do. Keep your fingers crossed. I'm less worried about the tickets than I am about the uh, the actual dates. The travel, yeah. Uh, and, and traveling to this going. Also, um, I would be going solo because my son will be two and then I'd have to pay for a ticket. And we've already mm-hmm. had this discussion in my house. So I'm, I'm clear for that. But uh, – <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a thing. It always is. It always ends up working out in some way. So we'll see how this year, uh, does it. But I'm interested to hear from our listeners or anybody else out there. Uh, how do you feel about the San Diego thing? They were kicking around a lot of different venues. I know I felt like Texas was kicked around at one point and people were given ideas of things. I live in Texas. It would have been great for me. But how do you feel about San Diego? How do you feel about it being in the San Diego Convention Center? You think it's going to be a good time? You think it's actually going to take away from it? A lot of people like that. Vegas, hey, everything is just right here. You know, mm-hmm. I can I, – I'm bored in my room. I go gamble. I get some drinks. I go back upstairs. We go to the Fan Fest thing. I walk out. A Cosmopolitan's down the road. I can go eat at the – you know, mm-hmm. it's some stuff. But Vegas is also expensive too. So, Yeah. Yeah, I'd be interested in hearing other people's reactions to this, you know, especially if you were going to go and now this gives you pause or if you weren't going to go and this opens it up for you. And I I also don't know the area. I guess I could go down by myself, but my husband, I'm so reliant on my husband. I don't know if I'd want to drive down and uh, do, do it all by myself and, you know, bringing someone with you, you have that default person to just hang with and, you know. You don't have. I don't. I don't feel like I'm like bothering Ulf when because I'm hanging around him the whole event. You know, I would mm-hmm. feel like you know other people there with their significant others and friends and whatever. Klaus already messaged me. He's like, "Are you excited about going?" And I'm like, "I don't know if I can." Mm-hmm. So I'm sure I'm looking he would, the... I could hang out with him. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the map right now, um, uh, and. The convention center is surrounded by, well, a ton of shit. There's a lot of hotels mm-hmm. around it. Omni San Diego, they sound expensive. Hard Rock, uh, the Hilton San Diego. Uh, Marriott's not terribly far from it. Um, and then you got some deeper in, but a lot of restaurants. I mean, Old Spaghetti Factory's there. Woo woo. Um, <laughs> there's just a ton of shit that's in the area and it's just a grid of, uh, of, uh, streets. And I'm sure there's just a, a ton of shit to do. Uh, in this area, it's right there near the water. So fun See, stuff. I was excited, not just because of FanFest being there. I was excited to be, and I've never been to Southern California. I didn't realize it's 20 miles to, you know, I mean, Mexico's right there. I've never been to Mexico. Oh, we can get yeah. in some real shit if you want. <laughs> Let's go to Tijuana. Tijuana. <laughs> it just, just went off the rails. But, you know, like, like uh, last... One of the years, Ulf and I, we just took a whole another day and night, stayed at the hotel after the event and just like did stuff in town or, you know, or, you know, did stuff on the way back. So I was excited to be in a different part of the country for one reason and, you know, still, you know, for the event, but still be able to take in, you know, some sites. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm very sad. I hopefully, hopefully I'll be able to go. And it's not San Diego the problem. It's just it just happens to be that week. Yep. Yep. That's kind of yours too, right? Well, yeah, and and mine. I I, mean, I, I gotta. Thing, but... 
I got to beg an HR person to see if I can get those days. It's the again, it's the last weekend of a <clears throat> two month blackout because we're having a complete system conversion at the place mm-hmm. I work at, and they want to make sure everybody's trained up on it and good to go. Uh, my position doesn't touch the systems, oh, so I think it's one of those like I could probably get away with it on the final week of the uh, of the training stuff, but uh, we'll see. I might have to do some begging. That Listen, listeners uh, light candles and chant to your favorite dark gods for us. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to just mention Echoes of a Fallen Star site is updated, but I don't think we really need to cover it because I think we're just going to talk about all of it hmm. anyway, right? Because the next like topic, it. the next topic is just you know the live letter, mm-hmm. which kind of so so. Do we should we just do that? Should we do the uh, Let's Live do it. Let, let's do if you it. want to go to the site, go look at the site. There's all the stuff that we're about to talk about mm-hmm. that came out of the live. Yeah, video. but uh, I think I will just be duplicating our our talking points. Uh, do do we just want to kick it off and just start with the freaking trailer? I would love to. Uh, right. So, listeners, it's that time again. Uh, we're gonna watch it live. Um, I need to uh, put the sound in my headset. I think because <laughs> yeah. I want to. I want to be able to get this in its glory. But we're going to uh, we're going to play the Echoes of a Fallen Star patch five point two trailer. We'll do a countdown. You can you're welcome to click it with us or just listen to our reaction. Uh, but we're going to watch this in full. I've watched it a couple of times already. I watched it uh, once on the commode this morning when I woke up. Um, I watched it once. I think at work, and then when I came home, my Cine was hype. Because of uh, some of the stuff that was in this, mainly a bearded man that looks very sexy, um, we uh, we watched it uh, here just uh, a couple of hours ago and had some discussion on the primals and what we think. I'd be interested in hearing Yelta's thoughts about the primals here. And uh, uh, here we go. We're gonna do it. So let me switch this. Um, let me switch this shit over real quick. Uh, talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> uh, I'm a little verklempt. Uh, I, nobody... I think I watched it on my phone first, and then I'm like, I have to go watch that on a bigger screen, and I don't even think I got around to that yet. So this might be my first time actually noticing some things. I was pretty busy at work today, so I probably missed a lot of the, ooh, did you notice this? Ooh, did you notice that commentary? So, so I'll be... Alright. Uh, d- oh, yeah, we're good. Okay, we're solid. Oh, good to so, go. All right. I will do a little countdown here. You're welcome to listen along with us. Uh, one... Two, three, play. There's blood. There's sexual themes. Sexual themes. themes. Oh, oh my lord, it's loud. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's those sirens. sirens. Those Garlean, Garlean sirens. sirens. They like their sirens. They love it. There's well, Ruby. Apparently like Not their me. weapons. Not Ruby. There and, was and breasts. Somebody, 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 were, those were breasts. Somebody did point that out. That there, that's a female... This is a beautiful and dashes. That, I'm going to be dead all the time because I won't be able to get out of the dashes because of my lag. Oh, how about that ultimate music? That's great. Yeah. Uh oh. Gaius. Mm hmm. Oh, the machinists are happy. Flashy. Is that a nice machinist? Th- those are all machinist abilities. Oh, we What's got the a new Cyclops. dungeon. Mm hmm. Quiggerns. Oh, is that white orosite? I don't know. We have bazookas. Who has bazookas? That's a UFO. Yeah, like Final Fantasy XI. Yeah. Ooh, big lips. Juicy. <laughs> There's something wrong with her chin, I think. Mm. The lips don't bother me. She looks like a Bratz doll. I ain't gonna lie. 
Oh, Ooh, here we go, lightning. baby. Ooh, he's so sexy. Got wingy. The little Ixion on the butt. Ixion's body, Garuda yeah. and Ifrit. Uh-huh. Like we got it. lots of wings. We got I don't know what Ifrit's got. He went on a diet. Uh oh, lore. Lore dump. Numu. Crystal Exarch. Oh, oh yeah. Some some shit going down at the It's getting real now. Oh. Oh. Echoes. Those are Garlean. That's a Garlean ship. Yeah. yeah. Garlean's on the first. What's happening? Mm, somebody somebody figured out how to get there. Mm-mm-mm. What does mm. all this mean? And and and, how, and I don't know where some of this is going on because... Um, oh, Sid's Yeah, hurt. Sid's there. And so is Aldbert. What, what's happening? Yeah. We got all the Scions fight. We got them juicy lips. Oh, we got that juicy uh, booty. No, he's, he's got the new outfit. I think he's. Oh, that's right. Booty Scott cool. shrunk. And then Dalamud. Dalamud, right? I thought I saw Dalamud on the. And arc. the shooting stars. Mm-hmm. Hold up. And. Dark Knight Quest Givers. We got all kinds of shit happening. <laughs> Elidibus. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. They very do unlike a you. good trailer. That's for damn sure. Everybody's every time every time this happens, the whole our Discord goes nuts and about the trailers, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, they do do a good trailer. Uh, any standouts for you? Uh, I don't know where some of this stuff is happening. I mean, because like, there's I can't tell because they do that thing again where they basically put the entire trailer in a shredder and just like slap it back together yeah. so it looks and it drives me fucking crazy. And maybe I it's w- supposed to be. Go ahead. Maybe it's supposed to be cinematic or get you more hyped or whatever, but it's like, you know, and yeah, very obviously, um, Xenos is seeing stuff from the first, so, but we know he has a fake echo, so is he just there echoing it, or is, did, or did the Garleans actually get there? Do we, do we accidentally open the portal wider and let more people in and out? Because mm-hmm. us, the Warrior of Light, we can go back and forth, and that's, in game and in you know whatever uh, last patch we're like eventually we gotta send the science home their bodies are stuck there without their souls and this isn't uh, you know you you can't stay this way so right. uh, you know then you know some of it was relic quest some of it was the the ex I don't know I don't know man um, it's exciting. I, I, I I don't like the shredder like you mentioned, but I think at least in 5.2, uh, we are seeing closer storyline. It's not like the throw in like the relic stuff in there. At least I I I don't think so. It, it it's to me it's like yes, you've got the um, you've got the not savage, but the the fights, the normal fights that have to do with. The raid, the raid series, and then you also have like the storyline. But at least in 5.0, they're together. Like it's a continuation of the same story. So um, I think that it's going to fit a lot better. Like seeing Garleans and Assians, not Assians, yeah, Assians. I was going to say Allegans. Um, seeing Assians and Garleans um, even mixed together in that format isn't terribly alien for my expectations. Mm-hmm. For 5.2. I knew we would get – because I have a new Ruby weapon's coming. It's Garlean shit. It, it fits with it. It's just like on another level. Um, the things that stood out to me, of course, are the primals. Uh, my sexy Ramu, garlic mm-hmm. beard, is now uh, garlic booty. 
Uh, it's beautiful. But let's be, let's move past him. The uh, the Ifrit and the Garuda. Uh, my wife and I just tried to pick apart. Like, where what was the combination in the um, Warrior of Light's mind here? And I'm feeling a little Zervon maybe in the Ifrit model. There's a slimming kind of skinniness. Well, I don't know. I'm just kind of yeah, guessing there. Yeah, he looks there. kind of like I don't know Dablo esque or something. It's yeah, it, and it could be that it's got a little Diablo. One of the high quality images. There are high quality the, images. The, yes, the the Square Enix press site. I, I, that's where I like to go because I get to see the good images. Mm-hmm. I've seen so it. I've me... seen it tweeted out a, a little bit, and it does have all three in full body. It's easier to see uh, the the Ixian and Ramu mix uh, for the uh, the thunder fight. Uh, the Garuda, um, I think, is also interesting because it's more wings, um, and it seemed like the feet were different. They were cloven hoof kind of thing. I'm not sure if that's the same feet that Garuda had. I could be completely wrong. I'm not a foot guy. Uh, so, <laughs> so, uh, it, but my wife was like, maybe it's a siren mix, maybe. And, you know, siren Garuda, I can see completely kind of mm-hmm. mixing together, uh, in some way. Um, uh, I also thought Sephiroth because like eight arms, eight wings. Um, don't know. Don't know. So uh, I think it's interesting that 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 part is uh, very interesting. Did you pull up the pictures yet? Are you looking the, at? The, them? I pulled up the high quality pictures. Yeah, she's got the she's got the eight wings going on. She's got like how many sets of wings on her head now? I can't see her boobs in this shot. So mm. well, that's a shame. Yeah, her feet. I can't tell if they're talony or somebody said these wings look more like um, what's that dragon's Helvesker. Whatever his name oh, is. Oh, okay. So they looked a little bit like that. Because, I mean, they, since we're summoning is up from the Memories of the Warrior of Light, you know. Could be. My Cinna did say Nidhogg because she was Nidhog, talking about dragons yeah. and stuff. Well, so. Somebody said something about Nidhogg's human form and that that – I don't even remember the human form. Well, since we're talking about dragons and if we see here – because I think the expectation from the last tier going into this tier, we had water and earth. And we mm-hmm. thought, all right, we're going to get two elements, and then we're going to get two more elements and less. Well, that's not what's happening. It's looking to me like we had two, and now we're getting three, which leaves us one of the six for the last. And she was, was the last. Yeah. The yeah, last no, time. Yeah. And that would be Shiva. Shiva. Shiva, very impactful in the story. I know that people are thinking that maybe <sighs> that would be um, a pretty a pretty amazing you know, but the the picture also kind of showed that Shiva and or not Shiva, Garuda and Ifrit were together in that screenshot. Uh-huh. So are we fighting them both together? So that's only two fights. So even if we have Shiva, we still have another one. We don't know. Well, true. And here's where I'm going with that. I don't think yeah. I don't think we're going to see Shiva in this tier. I think we're going to no. see Shiva okay. in the final tier. Um, I want to play a game. I want to say, Yelta, you as the warrior of light, close your eyes and think of Shiva. What would you come up with as the Shiva fight? Oh, what would be, what would be weird? Mm, Yeah, or what, you know, what, what do you think the imagery would be? I don't know. I think if, if if it would be like more crystally, right? I can see that. Like less of a human looking woman and more like a crystal thing. Or alternatively, uh, do that thing like where, like in Sukiyomi's fight, where like some of the fight it's her, and some of the fight you're kind of hearing the actual human person's voice because because she Shiva 
was two people, you know. Right. Right. And Tatwalt, yeah. I, I think that's I think the latter is where I go with it and I've seen some ideas online. I've seen some ideas that really kind of shake me. Uh I was shook. Uh mm-hmm. first when I think of Shiva and I think of that first phase, you cannot separate Shiva from Yusail. You have a, a character that's gone and you're mm-hmm. gonna be thinking yeah. Of a of a dead character re- reviving one of the dead. I mean, it's all well and good when you're thinking of primals, but when you're seeing the dead and you're summoning almost an image of the dead up, which leads me to the other thing, because if we're summoning Yasel's imagery, when I think a lot about that patch and I think about Coerthus and Snow mm-hmm. and the dead, I think of Aranshafon. I think mm-hmm. of of him and his sacrifice, and I have a feeling the Warrior of Light is going to let that imagery somehow seep into those final fights. You could – I've seen this. I've seen this as an idea. You might see something crazy like a Shiva and Omega mix where you've got male and female, mm-hmm. Ajifant and Isail. You could have some crazy stuff where we are fighting the dead. Uh, and it, it, and I say that, but I mean it in a, in an emotional right. sense. Like yeah. this How is, could you not, if you, if you had to think of Shiva, it, it so much more goes into it than just fighting that primal. Yeah. It, it's, it's the whole of heaven's word and heaven's word was so heavy. Uh, that, that's, that one's going to be wild. Maybe so wild that they decided we've got to separate that from the others. We got to have three full fights of thinking of Shiva and maybe the dragons and, and whatever else. So that, that's wild. I know that's 5.4. That's, that's far from here, but, um, it's something fun to think about while we're looking at the, the mixes of the primals. But for the here and now, we have the primals. I want to say one more thing about this video because our good friend and lore god, uh, Anonymous, has looked into that last scene, right? We saw Dalamud clearly, but we saw the imagery from 1.0, which is called the Star Shower. And we've always, like, Star Shower has its own storyline. We not really, we don't talk about this often. I think the lore gods know more about this than, than the, the general public. But there's a, there is a, a lore that went with the Star Shower from 1.0 that has to do with the Echo. And those mm-hmm. that, uh, that see the Star Shower, uh, are the ones that are blessed with the Echo. Apparently, whenever you get the Echo, you see this imagery. But this imagery is something from the past. It's, it's had, it, it first happened, this is his quote, when the echo first sounded after the Battle of Silver Tear Skies in 1562, a vision of this event was seen over Silver Tear Lake from every angle of Eorzea, and everyone who awakens to the echo sees a brief glimpse of it. So if you had ever played 1.0, you can recall that there's a part of those those scenes in the opening cinematics that you look up and you see it looks kind of like Dalamud. It's mm-hmm. a bright white light with with meteors coming out of it. Then we had 2.0 and we saw Dalamud and then it was kind of like, "Oh, are these things the same? Is it is it mixed?" I think where the mystery is starting to become solved is that we just saw a video where the imagery of Dalamud and the star shadow shower 
are mixed together back to back right there. So we're either going to get a continuation or a conclusion to that 1.0 lore, or they're going to make sure that we tie in the the star shower to Dalamud. And then we also got Amaranth and we've got um, you know, things from the pet. So this could all really tie way back. Um, well, we were even talking last week. What was that crack? Remember that was part of the whole, what happened to, you know, when the, the beginning of the end for the Asians was that crack and then horrible things. And it's like, what was the sound? Mm-hmm. And, uh, so they don't forget about the 1.0 stuff. No. I, I, I love that they never give up on those, those lost 1.0 threads. I just need my path companion to come back from the dead and. You know that'll be that'll be the the end of all, all things that are one But uh, this is fantastic. So thank you, Anonymous, for for that insight. Um, stay tuned to see what happens with the star shower. But those were my major takeaways from the um, from the trailer. Yeah, I don't know, man. There, there's a lot of people spending a lot of time trying to guess or whatever, and I'm like, it's Tuesday. Let's just let's just go see it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I I don't mind a little bit of like speculating, but people get themselves so sometimes convinced that they're fan theory, and sometimes it sometimes they make a lot of big stuff out of that turns out to be really nothing at all. So I I try not to get too wild in my speculating. But all right, so that was that was the uh, trailer. I thought a very good trailer. I am very excited. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping the story's good. We were talking tonight in the free company chat. Somebody's can't wait till Tuesday to uh, start. You know, you know, do do you know get more gear and new tomes and, and new stuff for glamour and whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I'm more excited for the story. The, the game is cool and all, but for me, some of it's the vehicle for the story anyway. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm very excited for more stories. So. All right, then there was the letter from the producer. It uh, it happened. I was not awake, but uh, we had people both in and out of the free company and multiple sites. People we got people doing live translations. I was reading Mogmog's translation Discord, and uh, I haven't even had time to cover it all. But I know that one of the first things I talked about was mods. Mm. Uh, we were talking mods on uh, Phoenix Down Radio last week, and oh yeah, you know, we kind of were like. Uh, basically what this, this, this Reddit post is like, Yoshida, don't do mods. I'm not asking. It's against the terms of service. And really that's it. You know, you know, I don't, it, it doesn't really matter if it's lewd mods. It doesn't really matter what it is, but modding the game is not allowed. And, you know, it's, Mm. they, they spent quite some time, uh, chatting about this, uh, on the live letter. It's not good when Daddy Yoshida has to give a disclaimer right at the beginning of the live letter. And this isn't the first time he's done Mm-mm. these kind of like, hey, Dad's not happy with what's happening. But, uh, yeah, Dad covered, and and I think it's okay to, to read the translation here. Thanks to Hot Water Truffle for, for the translation here. Um, but I, I to me, Daddy Yoshida... Uh, covered three things, two that he, he makes pretty plain in the beginning, and then one gets covered a little later, that one being the uh, way markers. Uh, but if you'll allow me here, I'm going to read some oh, of this God. stuff from here. Um, 
yeah, he doesn't like mods and he doesn't like the way we treat people with the parsing. So here we go from Daddy Yoshida. <clears throat> there are people using mods to take lewd screenshots in the game. People say I haven't been taking a stance on this. It isn't allowed. Depending on the content you publish, it goes beyond just getting a penalty from Square Enix. It In some countries, some of the screenshots we see are against the law. We want to avoid being asked, what game are these screenshots taken in? Change the data. Don't let them do this. So I ask you to please refrain from using mods. Little earthquake around Tokyo. Another topic they want to discuss are third-party tools. I don't understand what that earthquake thing is. Um, since the player base increased a lot, I feel like I should talk about this because the different backgrounds players have. It is against the terms of service to use third-party tools. Please refrain from using them. There can be consequences like penalties to your account. But what about apps like Discord being in voice chat technically is using a third-party tool? There isn't anything bad happening to the game if you use these apps. It's not like you are rewriting data or inputting anything into the game. So it's hard to draw the line between tools we accept and the ones that break the game. DPS meters simply add the numbers that are being shown in your battle logs. It isn't accessing game files. What if I get asked, so can I use a calculator instead? Really? I'm an engineer myself. I understand you could just write an Excel macro to read the log file after a fight is done. But I'm taking a stance on this. We won't know what you have installed on your PC, but third-party tools are against the terms of service. Gray zone is still gray. I am asking you not to use these third-party tools. We won't be adding an official parser. It will turn everything toxic. We won't implement one ever. That's in caps. Mm, yeah. People might say it's less efficient, but I don't think a game is fun if all it does is push for efficiency. If you call someone out for low DPS, the problem isn't even just using a third-party tool. It's harassment. We cannot do anything if people have a little window on their screen showing ACT. We don't want to scan your computer for software you have installed. That's against the law anyway. There are additional plugs for ACT that influence the gameplay a lot. This is breaking game balance and is target for more severe penalties. For example, during World First Race for Alex Ultimate, there was a tool used to instantly replace waymarks during the fight. I'm sure some of you, some of you have seen that. That was the first time I learned that a tool like that exists. Players can replace waymarks on their own during the fight, of course, but having a tool place them instantly, sending the command to the server through the game, is wrong. Please don't do this. We've taken actions on our side to prevent this from happening again. I will show you a bit on the machine later. There have been clips going around of a tool where an untargeted AOE will hit. If we catch you doing this, this will have a heavy penalty. So that is the complete translation for better or worse. It may not be perfect, but I think it's pretty clear. There were three major points again. He starts with the nude mods. We've talked about this in episodes past. There were, of course, people pretend Lalafell are children. Pretend because Lalafell, if you roll a Lala in this game, listen to me. If you roll a Lala in this game, you're rolling an adult character. It's an adult. Um, but people like to pretend... And that pretending is where the sick stuff – but this isn't – that's not even the one. It was the Reen uh, mods who's taking a an actual NPC that is stated to be a minor. A minor, yeah. And putting nude mods on a, on a clear minor character. Not – I'm pretending a Lollafell. A clear minor character. No. 
That's what he means by it's against the law in some of these countries. I don't know what fucking country it's not against the law, but it's against the law in some countries. No. All right. Hard no on that. Um, then he goes into the, the parsing. Uh, you're not going to get, we're not getting a DPS meter in this game. Your dummies are it. The gray area is gray area. That sounds to me like it's still, you can have ACT. I mean, he clearly says, if you have ACT on a little window on your screen, we can't scan for that. Yoshida is talking through his teeth as best as possible, but he, he, he has said this time and time again. You can have your little ACT up on your window, even though he says you can't. Don't tell nobody. Don't say nothing to nobody. You don't talk to nobody about it. If you want to use your own personal thing, he says you can't use it, but he says you can. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you if you're not understanding that, I don't get it. But what ended up happening, and I think there's all there's a big case to each of these, right? Mm-hmm. So the big case of the uh, the first one was the rain models. The big case on this one, we've talked about this a couple episodes back. You had the harassment of a. A Japanese person who was actually like a an actress. Um, she was she was target harassment. But we recently had the Arthas scenario a couple months back, a oh, month or so back. The streaming and the yelling and the that, streaming yeah. and the yeah. Well, Arthas yells when he talks anyway. But oh, okay. it's, it's but <laughs> that's, that's just him. Familiar, so. <laughs> um, but uh, but yes, the the yelling and the and the bad behavior about um, and I think he would admit to that uh, of of talking about somebody's dps numbers all right that was this scenario in in this case all right but we're not getting official parser it's not happening drop it it's it's gone uh the forums will uh were on fire for part of that but the final one and we'll get to it when we when we talk about that portion is um the and i saw the video today of the um the ACT slash well, – I don't know the program. It's not ACT, but there's a, there's a program. I forget what it's called. The one that shows the – It puts the, the green and stuff. blue circles on uh, the ground and it shows you where – I saw this for, for a, a Titan EX run. That was the example. It tells you in advance where the bombs are going to blow up. It shows you in advance where the lay, uh, where the – I said ley lines, but he's, where he's going to knock you off. Yeah. And um, – Landslide, ley lines. Uh, don't stand in that. Uh, just kidding. It shows you all that shit uh, in advance to where where it's doing it. Now you imagine on a on a Titan EX fight, you know, but imagine it on Ultimate or something else. So that's the shit he's talking about here. People are using these tools to know where attacks are going to happen before they even happen. Um, and that's when he says, this is the first time I learned a tool like that even exists. You can see the clips are out there. I don't have a copy of it, but if you, if you look I, for I it, you can see it. I saw a tweet of one that was like, wow, this is real. I didn't even know that that kind of stuff was even possible. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we've seen bans for all these things before, um, we, we, or at least harsh penalties. Um, I love, I, you gotta love these comments about you know like just don't show your nude mods and all this other stuff to me that's just that's a deeper issue than don't show anybody your well some your... days i can't even scroll through my twitter and i don't follow a lot of like not safe for work accounts and they'll be like giant penises nude strapped onto females fucking things and it's like a screenshot from the game and i'm like 
I don't want to see that. And why are you sharing that publicly? That's, mm-hmm. you know, I, I honestly, I don't care what people do in the safety and comfort of their own home. Clearly, Yoshi P has said don't do it. So I wouldn't be a fan of anybody doing it. But if you were going to do it, why are you publicly throwing yeah. it in everyone's face? Well, oh, my God. Well, and if, I'm, and if I'm going to shit on somebody for their DPS, why would I do it on a stream? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it's just dumb. Like, even to t- type to somebody, uh, you know, what, what kind of, what are you, some fucking ice mage? What's wrong with mm. you? You know, well, like. And I'm, but I'm already upset because people are like, see, you can't tell anybody else what to play wow. because Yoshi P said you can't call someone out for low DPS. It's like, so, you know, there's this, there's the extremists that are like, see, now you can just push whatever buttons you want in a dungeon. You can't do anything about it. And the other side that's like. Yeah, I, I read. be. I read a I read something that was like it resonated with me because somebody's like it's not the toxic elitists that are causing the issue it's the toxic casuals that are using these made up scenarios of oh I guess I can't tell somebody what to do whatever when they're not some kind of expert themselves and all they want is to say oh I didn't get to say oh you shithead asshole you're so sorry I mean they want to be rude I think yeah. I think a lot of the people who have umbrage with this are using some extreme scenario like the kind that you think of in the shower when your boss told you to get back to work. Mm. Oh, tell that son of a bitch what the fuck's going you're now, on. You're now planning the murder. Yeah, you're, you You got this weird scenario in your head. I'm going to tell this black mage that is, and he's going to report me and I'm already – and now you're mad. And so you yeah, want to tell the internet worked up based on this pretend. See, and what I really don't want to happen is to anyone take that line and bend it in such a way that back when I had switched back to black mage and didn't know what to do, I don't want someone not to feel comfortable to say, "Hey, do you want some tips on your rotation?" Because that literally happened to me. I said mm-hmm. yes, and I he he talked to me for a few minutes during the dungeon, and I move some buttons around and by the end I think I was doing better. I I don't think it's it's really scary to me though if we can't help improve and you don't have to be an asshole and not everybody is open to you know I I I've, I've been in tales of the DF so yeah. but it just really upsets me that someone has already started using this Yoshi P says you can't comment on other people's performance. Well yeah. why I, I I don't, I don't know, know if I necessarily agree with that. Yeah, Show me the receipts. Sasha doesn't matter. I want to see the receipts. There's so many people that have these these stories, Yalta, quote unquote, mm-hmm. of I told somebody that they just needed to make sure they did this in a dungeon. I got reported in a two day suspension. And what? Where's the screenshot? Where's the what screenshot? did you say? Yeah. What did you say? Oh, gee golly, you should try to hit this button. I doubt that's what you said. Well, and there's been some in the tales from the DF where the uh, the poster who's complaining about other people is clearly the asshole. The other yep. guy might have been pushing buttons wrong, but the person who posted their own name. A-I-T-A. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've been to that subreddit before? Am I the no, asshole? No, no, but I have seen it referenced. And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, you had an ice mage, but it probably wasn't heard in Cutter's Cry. <laughs> and yeah, make the offer or whatever. And people are going to troll and people are going to do whatever. But well, that's a desert instance. You want to use ice magic to um, do Cle- more damage. Clearly, clearly, because elemental that's resistance right. doesn't work in this game. Oh my god, I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> anyway, don't do mods. It's 
Christ. don't do mod don't definitely don't do new mods on nude mods on children don't do nude mods don't do mods don't post your mods don't do dps parsers and post your results don't shame people for your dps stuff don't just don't do it it's gray don't do it and <laughs> and uh don't use those third party tools to tell you where ifrit's going to do his uh landslide I was or ley really lines ruby i was really surprised when i saw that one that little clip that was showing stuff that you're supposed to just like you know like like how many fights did we have to learn to look away because we had cursed whatever and we mm-hmm. had to you know we learned that based on I have the debuff and I have to position my character correctly. We didn't have markers or things that showed us where not to stand. I or... feel like you could just program the thing to move your character. You could just hit one two three one two three, and it could, would just move your character while you're hitting those buttons if needed to. I don't. Uh... I mean, are we getting into the whole Counter Strike kind of like aimbot all that stuff? That's just really terrible. You you can't feel good about yours. That's really the you've cheated yourself. You've 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 not you've not only cheated yourself. You've cheated your experience. Whatever that shit that came out well, last year and, was. Because like I remember back when a lot when I played eleven, uh, my group wouldn't really do most NMs because a lot of people used bots and we yeah. didn't want to use bots. So if you didn't use a bot, you didn't have a chance. So we just didn't do a lot of that. Oh yeah, that's when you had to hit those. Uh, uh, those NMs or whatever before mm-hmm. anybody else could get to them, and it's a, you know yeah. the Japanese sna- get on that real quick. <laughs> they had that that faster server pop, right? Anyway. Yeah, there were some that were real hard to get unless it was like super in the middle of the night and no one was around. All right, so there's a lot, and it's kind of actually interesting to uh, scroll down and see what like people's responses in this too. Yeah, about what's illegal and what's not illegal. And- well, and I know we'll get to it in just a little bit when we read through this, but the the one other thing from the official forums, I, I was pleased to see that the official forums weren't on fire when we went earlier in this episode. <laughs> but I went earlier today after the news about the way markers came out, and I'd see the first five posts, three of them were about what? I can't move way markers anymore, or mm-hmm. Yoshida's throwing the baby out with the bathwater again, which oh, I yeah, kind of yeah. believe a little bit, but... Well, I've I have felt a few times in games, even in this game where, you know, they change something or make it inconvenient for honest people just because some people found a way to abuse it. And right. yeah, it's it there there is kind of that feeling of cuz yeah, we we've done a lot of fights that have multiple phases and during the phase change or whatever, you would change the uh markers. We did uh, coil. Coil had like the phase would change, and we'd have to move a marker. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's I think that, I think you even said that's like the example a lot of people are using too, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Turn nine things of that nature. Yeah. So, all right. Should we get into the patch content Let's and features? It. We are uh, thanking Nova Crisalis. We're gonna we're gonna use your list. There are many lists, but this is my favorite. So uh, patch 5.2 arrives on February 18th, 2020. I have already taken that day off. Great. Yep. Yep. New main scenario quests will be added. The Beast Tribe featuring the Quitari, Quigarin, will be the f- have a focus on gathering. When they say a focus, I think that's all it is. It's gathering only. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be like the, mo- uh, which one of the ones, Namazu, where you could do 
Some of them you had where you could do different things. Right. Yeah. Uh, Chronicles of a New Era quest, The Sorrow of Weralt, will be added. That's the relic, I believe. Mm-hmm. A new instance dungeon, the Animus Andir, will be added. That will be put into our new roulette. <laughs> and I'm assuming that one looks like a storyline. So it looks like now they're they, for a while they said they weren't going to do storyline dungeons. Do you remember that, like back in Heaven's Word or right. Shadowbringers or, or Stormblood? Now it's like the new dungeon is the story is storyline. Right, it seems to be, which I kind of like a little better. It feels well, like I it want has it, more reason yeah. for existing. I want it to. I want it to have some meaning. You know, not oh, here's this. Little temple that we used to hang out in and, you know, go fight stuff. Because those, those felt throwaway anyway. Temple of the yeah. Fist or whatever. I mean, what a throwaway dungeon after the first, you know, the patch came out. Well, some of the ones that felt really throwaway to me, and I didn't really feel like it at the time, but like a lot of the hard modes were basically you revisit the thing, but since, you know, since you murdered all the Tonberries, the beast tribe moved in. You know, yeah. that felt. Don't worry, we're not getting any more of those. Yeah, we're not getting any those. Anyway, Cinder Drift is Ruby Weapon. That will be added as a new trial and will also have an extreme difficulty version. It looks badass. Yes. New raid called Eden's Verse will be added and feature both a normal and savage level difficulty. And there's no cooldown anymore. They both release on the same day, I believe. Oh. Right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, new job adjustments and PvP job adjustments will be implemented. Oh, but don't. But they're not, but they're not telling us what they are. <laughs> don't right ask now. what they are because they're not going to tell us. They're All we heard, us. I believe, was that, oh, we tweaked Summoner too much the last time. Everybody yeah. and their mom knew we, that. Yeah. If Summoner didn't get tweaks, I was going to be mad and I don't even have a. Yeah, Black Mages yeah. were going to riot. Um, And I think, didn't they say something about Red Mage? Maybe. Red Mage buff, I thought, yeah. and I think Summoner nerf. Hopefully yeah. they keep them. They're they're usually pretty gentle in the buffing and the nerfing. So yeah, I don't it's think just, it's going to take too much of a nerf to to get summoner. You know, just a little bit below where black mage needs to be and uh, all that other good stuff. So that's fine. But don't expect any more out of this because it was another thing, and I think they even said it on a different Reddit post that I was looking at. It was just clearly, hey, we're not doing anymore. That the Reddit post. In fact, had to say, when we post the information here, don't complain at us. Yoshida's the one saying he's not going to tell us what the job mm-hmm. adjustments are anymore. Wait till the patch notes. All right. Crafting, fishing, and materia system updates will be implemented. A few crafting actions will be removed, and fish bites will be changed to notifications. Okay. I'm actually looking forward. I, I do a little bit of crafting. I quite like gathering, and I'm very excited to see what fishing is going to be. Mm-hmm. New ocean fishing looked cool from I, that video. Yeah, I didn't get to see that part of the video, but I, I I'm, I'm actually the, kind of excited about. The I idea think the of it. background looked really kind of like shiny, and mm. I don't know, it just looked it looked really neat. We're getting a new Allegan Tomestone. Shocker. Uh, additional New Game Plus chapters are going to be added. This time, Alliance Raid quests will be added. So you can replay those, which is good because a lot of people who haven't done, like, the like the Ivalice raids and stuff in a long time or haven't done the story. We, I mean, most of us, a lot of us have done did them right when they came out. And we don't remember some of those little... It might be fun to go through some of those again. Mm-hmm. Rank increase for free companies to 30. Higher levels will get an upgraded free company chest. I, do they mean more 
space, I assume. Hopefully divided into more tabs. I'd like to make more tabs because what have we got now? Three tabs? Yeah, and they're all full almost. Oh, uh, tell Cinna. No, don't tell Cinna. No. (laughs) Maybe it'll get her to log in. Uh, somebody did a cleaning out the other, uh, not long ago, because somebody was like, where's my whatever? And Bell Dandy's like, um, that stuff's easy to get. So, <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for a rank increase. It's, it's been too long since something like that has happened. What are the, what is our rank now? I didn't it? think it was close to 30. I thought they I only went so up either. to, I thought they only went up to single digits. I don't know what they were. I don't remember. Mm. So, but I don't. I don't know how high it goes. What is? What is the rank? We'll have to look at it. We'll have to look at that sometime. Be, it'd be fun if there is anything to do to work together. But we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. A new course for the Gold Saucers Leap of Faith Gate. Joy, I could fall off and be a failure at that. Yeah. Oh, fellowships can be viewed on the companion app. Does anybody still have that on their phone? Oh, I think I have it on my phone. It probably needs to be updated, but. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Uh, umbrellas will be added. I did see the video on this. I was uh, in a meeting from home, kind of watching the live letter. It's cute. I don't know that we needed it, but it's it's basically kind of like an emote. It's it's like a permanent emote almost. You click the button and you pull out an umbrella. It's interesting. Hmm. <laughs> I think that we've got a video that that's below down here that shows some of it. I'll oh, and there's look. eight ranks right now. Free company ranks, there's eight. Yeah, I thought it was only single digits. Yeah, so I'm so like... 30. Okay. All right. Something to work on? I don't... I, that, I, I like progression. All right. Red Mage... Oh, here we go. Red Mage damage will be buffed as it's the lowest caster DPS, including the Fletch, Fletch, Fletch action. Mm-hmm. Summoner damage will be nerfed. Yoshida apologizes that the previous summoner buff was too powerful. Samurai's med- yeah. <laughs> Samurai's meditation stacks will be moved to the job UI. I don't play Samurai. Oh, is it just shows like a buff or something mm. in your buff or debuff section? Uh, PvP, Warrior, and Monk is going to have adjustments. Dancer will be nerfed for balance. Summoner will be used as a baseline for balancing PvP. And now we're into stuff that's not actually in Tuesday's patch. You know, they talk about 5.2 has all this stuff, but... 5.21 is going to be released three weeks after 5.2. We're going to get the Ashgardian Restoration gatherings for the Diadem. We're going to get the Kupo Fortune Scratch-Offs, Expert Recipes, and a ranking system that will take place for 10 days at, with the release of patch 5.21. Top-ranked players <clears throat> will get special titles. Yoshida says these new Expert Recipes are difficult. Okay. Yeah. Patch 5.25, I'm sorry, 5. Point, yes, 5.25. Now, 5.21 is three weeks out. Uh, we don't have a date for 5.25. We're getting a new secret trial. That's that secret trial they were saying we're going to get. Mm-hmm. So that's at least a month away. Mm-hmm. And then a new quest called Save the Queen Blades of Gunhilder, a series for upgradable equipment will be added. So is that, but that's different than the Chronicles of a New Era, the Sorrow of World. Yeah, because that has something to do with the Warrior of Light, I think. So, mm. Mm. and then they showed some video of the Ruby Weapon, which looks really <laughs> flashy and cool. Yes. Uh, 
some uh, Guatari Beast Tribe quests they showed us. That's going to be in the Rectiga Great Wood. I'm trying to think if there even are any there right now, and I don't remember. Mm, I'll have to go look. Let's go look. Leap of Faith. It's going to be featuring the floating city of Nim. Cool. I love that yeah, aesthetic. Yeah, that's a neat idea. There's the little floating islands and shit, so that may be cool. And they talked a bit and showed some stuff from Eden's Verse, The Raid. And he says that this uh, chapter is going to be more challenging. The staff designing this raid is different than the previous set of uh, Eden raids. Ooh. Yeah. Right, That's well, good, I'm, though. It, gets a feel, it gives you a little bit different feel. I'm looking at Yoshida challenging the garlic beard. We've got a square arena again, but it's it, the lines are divided oddly. It's not just... There's squares. squares and rectangles. Either squares yeah. and rectangles. There's dotted lines and solid lines. Oh. And uh, he's gearing up. He's got a Nokian on, so he's he's doing well. Um, and it, and it's a, it's another flashy fight. Let's see. Did he turn on? He must have turned on invulnerability. Uh, yeah. So get murdered. Oh, I see balls. There's balls. Because there's because uh, picking up balls was really. That, I, I know the Warrior of Light would have remembered picking up balls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I see what you mean with the dotted lines. And I'm fast-forwarding. It's it's a kind of a boring environment, but I, I I've, guess... I've heard complaints about how boring it looks, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, then we also had... Oh, these are just screenshots of uh, Garuda, Ifrit, Rama. Very nice. And then they talked about the Eden gear and he did the thing again where they uh threw up the screenshots uh up like, the printouts in front of the camera but you get a nice look at them there is a there is a picture of all of the gear available a nice high res one i think but oh, uh interesting because i'm looking at let's see casting fending maiming slaying aiming Oddly enough, the aiming hat—I know it's a wide-brimmed hat—but it's given me like a a, a Steiner vibe from Final mm. Fantasy IX. I don't—I don't. Yeah. I guess it's just the way that that's covering part of his eye or something on that. I don't know. This it looks, looks like I, it's slightly different than other ones. Like I that. like it. I like all. I like all this gear. I think it looks great. The healing looks very traditional. It looks like a nice traditional healing gear and maybe i don't know why i have to have cold legs though yeah well you know uh, you have to wear a dress if you're gonna use magic that's the power of magic comes from the loins have have cutouts, though. <laughs> yeah yeah you have to you have to have magic. easy access for oh. the magic to come forth oh my goodness looks like that okay so but men when men wear it they get pants they don't have to have bare skin did you know. notice that on well the i yeah but i still get a dress Still you still get a dress, yeah. They, I think the gear looks okay. Mm -hmm. It's nothing amazing, but I think uh, they're they're good, solid, uh, pretty attractive. I, we're all glam we all glamour over it anyway. So yeah. All right, the Ocean Fishing Fisher exclusive content board a ship at specific times to enjoy fishing on the high seas. They receive experience and script based on fish caught. After meeting certain conditioners, passengers may discover a spectral current. And the chance for a big haul. I bet that's what the glowy shit you saw. Yeah. Every two hours, you're going to be able to board for 15 minutes. There's two locations, and each trip will have three spots where you can fish for seven-minute blocks. If one person meets conditions for a big haul, it'll be available to everyone on board. Yoshida comments that 
One ocean fishing trip will be about 30 minutes. You can leave without ex- completing it, but at the end, everyone's points will be tallied. I'm I gonna, like that. I'm going to hit and play on this because I, 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 didn't, I didn't get to see this this morning. It's so a lot of them like, walking around on the ship, but it the, the, the concept there is really neat, especially if you can meet objectives from fishing and it it, this is what we wanted from the diadem in a sense and Mm. i guess we did get it because objectives were met and then the emergency mission but it was so spread out and then it was no coordination this is obviously you know what to do you're you're coordinating to catch fish Mm -hmm. and then you're gonna you're gonna try to catch the big stuff when it comes up um outside airport it looks like this this looks this looks really neat yeah i'm interested and it uh it could be. I already leveled, but uh, if if you can get script from it, especially mm-hmm. if there's anything worth buying with the script, that would be excellent. Ishgard Restoration Diadem. So they gave us a, they gave us a, a video for that too. Now again, that one that one's not Tuesday, right? Diadems later. Yeah, I think it's that. later. But they did show a video of it. I. I haven't had a chance to watch this one either, but um, it's, it's the diadem again. It's it's still the diadem. Uh, you still look like you access it from Ishgard, but I don't think you have to have Kerulium tanks and stuff anymore. Right. All right, I'm seeing an enemy. Let's see what Yoshida does to this to this yeah, enemy. A, I heard they a, get one plant. shot when they yeah. Oh, looks looks like there's a special ability. Uh huh. It's yeah. glowing blue. It's it's one of those like <laughs> the gimmel. Damel along. So it looks like there's mounts, and then, oh, they show the scratch-off, the Koopa of Fortune scratch-off. What do we got here? Materia, music. Oh, oh that's damn. a minion. It's like a bazooka when Yoshida shoots this thing. What, it's what like time, a light. What time stamp on that? Uh, thir- uh, go to, like, 1330. Okay. Sorry, listener. I should have watched this earlier. Well, it's okay. like a big oh, light a big bazooka. Thing. And he just hit it. Yeah, Boom. it's because it's, they said they said it's a drill, isn't that what they called it? it was a drill? I sure, it's a sure. big drill of light. <laughs> it's a compressed aether gauge to power a cannon that will blow apart mobs into materials, and there'll be different weather effects. Mm-hmm. So then we have sky steel tools. These are looks like relics for crafters. I'm hoping mm-hmm. gatherers too. They won't have better stats than a fully melded one and no extra visual effects. Oh, so these are just, like, script tools. Just, yeah. All right. Save the Queen, Blades of Gunhilder, a new series of upgradable equipment. It's going to be in patch 5.25. You'll receive a base weapon, join the Resistance, and free Voza from the rule of Legatus Noah Van Galbraith. Oh, Mm-hmm. So some people getting excited about that name today, I heard. <laughs> yeah, we've heard that name kicked around before. I don't remember mm-hmm. if it's in this or if it's in the lore book or where where it was at. But uh, uh, yeah, Gabranth is Gabranth's in the lore, uh, mm-hmm. so it's it's good to see that they're they getting to it. Um, and I'm also interested in seeing. Oh, I clicked off of it in well, in seeing. What what we're what we're saving? I guess we're saving really the, the land. Bo- Bosja is the is the land. I was getting excited. I'm like, are we mm. going to see a female Rothgar mm. in this? 
<laughs> well, and the, and they say that those who level a gunbreaker job may have an idea what's going on. I, mm-hmm. I have not leveled gunbreaker yet. Maybe I'll do that over the weekend <laughs> if I'm around. We'll see what happens. Uh, since due to the story content involved, you will first need to complete the Return to Ivalice Alliance Raid series from Stormblood. So, uh, content in addition to quests will be added from patch 5.3 onward. So this is going to keep going on and on. Uh, we have people in our free company who have not done those raids, so Uh-oh. we may have to, uh, help fill parties. So in 5.25, you'll start the story and get the base weapon. There's going to be a boss involved. Does that mean you get to fight the boss? Good, good. <laughs> you know me. I like it when we have a, a challenge, in, you know, of some sort. In 5.35, there's going to be a new field instance, but it's not the same, quite the same as Eureka. This time, developing the weapon isn't strictly in lockstep with the story progression. Yoshida, men- Yoshida mentions an instance similar to the Baldissian Arsenal is in development. I like that. I still, have, I still haven't done BA. Oh, me either. There, Oh, there's still groups, you know, gathering for it, but... Oh, and here's where Umbrellas, they showed us, it's in the extras menu. The Umbrella will cast a shadow in the sun and keep you dry in the rain. They might add more Umbrella types if they do. They'll have to make a separate sub-menu for it. It's similar as mounts, so they're thinking of adding new Umbrellas as rewards to content. I don't know who wanted this, but uh, it's cute, I guess. So mounts and cities, basically. <laughs> you have a mount around. You can have an umbrella. An the, umbrella mount in the city, an basically. Umbrella. I'd take an umbrella mount. That'd be all right. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right, and there's some updates on spirit binding and materia. Previously, and they already told us this was coming. When you reached 100% in a spirit bond on an item, you could convert it into a materia, but you would destroy your weapon. Now you get to keep the item. But the spirit bond progress resets. Okay. No one. I don't know if anybody... Are they Are they giving us a reason to spirit bond for materia again? Because right now, materia is... I, yeah, I don't see... I don't see a market for it for, for doing this. Um, great that you don't lose the gear, I guess. But that was part of... Um, if, if there really was a materia market for spirit bonding... Then you're the killing gear. part of the, yeah. Then you're killing part of the market by by making the gear where it doesn't gone, and the, and the crafters can't make a new set of gear for people to spirit bond or whatever else. I don't I don't really get the point of it. Somebody can enlighten me what the what the point of changing the system is. I'm assuming just to make it easier, but honestly, like I hate it when people spirit bond in dungeons because a lot of times they're wearing like crappy gear. That used to be the problem. People mm-hmm. would wear shitty gear. But maybe, maybe since the spirit bond doesn't just, since it doesn't destroy the gear, maybe people would like invest in better gear. I have no idea. Yeah. I am unsure what this changes for, or I don't know. Does it, does anybody spirit bond anymore, listeners? I would really like to know. I never do, never. Uh, updated waymarks. So this is partially, I think, in fighting those third party tools that would set do markery things and show things that they weren't supposed to show. The Waymark system has been updated where you can save preset configurations of Waymarks to be deployed during an encounter. This is in an effort to dissuade the use of third-party tools, which is against the terms of service, that provide the same effect. Except for... Okay, and on one hand, it sounds kind of neat. So, like, Bell, every time we do Hades DX, Bell puts out all the markers. I don't really remember where they go. But I'll be able to, like use i'll be able to like once he has them set i can actually save them off and then if i'm farming without him i can just click a button and it will put the markers down for me 
That part doesn't seem horrible. Part's awesome. That part's not bad, right? You know, this, you know, every, every week you, you know, when you're like, especially when you're doing Savage, every week you put up the, or every farm party, you put up a marker to, to figure out your clock positions. You put up a marker to show if you're on team A or team B, and then you get rid of those markers. Then you lay out the markers on the, on the field, and that just helps you for the rest of the fight. You know, but, um, it's, uh. People were abusing the ability, of the markers somehow. But right. now the real the real problem now is, they also said that once you put the markers down and start the fight, you can't move them. That's right. You you cannot move the individual markers uh, once it started. What I'm unclear of because I've talked to other people, I've seen it both ways. I and my hope is that the macros could still be used. Um, cause that would be interesting if you could use the macros, like let's say there's three phases oh, and something changes. And yeah. so that if the macros are preset, you would be able to use the macros in the fight. So no, you cannot move individual markers around, but it could cycle. you could cycle between your macros that are preset that said like, okay, phase two starting, we're going to change the macros and then hit the, hit the, the macro and then it changes the markers. I would think that's acceptable. I'm not sure if that's the case or not um yeah if it's not i think it's still i mean we'll we'll have to live with it right because there's nothing else we can mm-hmm. do i think it's shittier that way and i don't know who gets control like once they're set could somebody remove them um but they can today so well I, yeah. yeah and that's annoying um but like what happens if you're about to pull and asshole A decides to uh, remove the markers right as the tank pulls. Honestly, I hope – and if they don't do it, I would like to see it put in the log. Bob deployed marker set two. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it already shows – like if I put a mark on your head, mm-hmm. if I do the thing where I mark you as chain two, it says Yelta put a marker on Rubicon's head. Yeah. So, so I would there's like a battle see- log for it. And yeah, I guess you could report somebody for griefing if they removed your markers each yeah, time. Yeah, but you'd have to be able to prove it. I want to see it in the chat log. Yeah, thing. yeah. The other thing I wondered is in a lot of phase changes, also the boss is untargetable. And I'm wondering if maybe you're technically out of battle. Mm. I wonder if you could hit marker section two during the phase change or after the phase change before you re-aggro the boss. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, that's interesting. Because, you, know, you know, most of those fights where we have the phase change where we would move a marker, you know, I would like to be able to get rid of the marker for the second half of the fight, from the first half of the fight. And, you know, just a lot of times it's like I just need to place one marker quick. Mm-hmm. You know. So there's – we don't know, but uh, uh, a lot of the fights – People can't do without markers, so you know I, I do like the ability to save off five different ones and be able to put them down without having to manually position all eight markers. Now there are, we're getting we got one more marker. We used to have one, two, three. Now we have one, two, three, and four. So we did get an yeah, additional marker. Also, we got we got three new marks, I believe, out of that. So it's cool. All right. So miscellaneous, they have an in-game render for the contest-winning glamour for a ranged DPS. This is adorable. I love the lacy little kind of floofy top. And for a ranged DPS, it doesn't bother me that, you know, you're wearing cloth, because you do. 
It's it's there. It's cute, and it looks a lot like. It looks quite a bit like the uh, the submission. So hmm. that's nice. I don't know what they did with the tights. The tights on the girl look weird, right? One's like a stocking. Am I seeing something dumb? No, you're seeing one's like a stocking, and the other comes up like a, a, a at a point. One's like a knee high that's pulled oh, up, no. and the other comes they're, up like no, a garter. No, no, they're both they're both the same stocking. One's just got uh, the uh, oh the black stripe. It's a strap, it's a strap okay. for the holster. Gotcha. All right. I think that's what it is. Because I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? My eyes see it better now. No, it's Final Fantasy, cute. though. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. Look at Titus's outfit from Final Fantasy X. I mean, that lopsided yeah. shit. It wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> but I, I really like this. And then um, we have wall-mounted furnishings based on fish sketches. I mm-hmm. thought that was really cute. It's cute. All right. Then they talked about Fan Festival. We done already talked about that. Let's see. We did some announcements. Mm-hmm. About PAX. PAX East, we already talked about that. They reminded us that we can buy our Art of Reflection Histories Forsaken. That's the Shadowbringers art book. It releases in Japan in March 31st and in the North America in May. NHK is hosting a poll where you can vote for your favorite aspects of Final Fantasy. The voting period ends February 11th. Is that the one that's giving like early releases back because people are getting... What are people getting wound up about like the best... Villain, is that Oh, it could be, yeah, I think there is a villain one, and like Emmett Silk got 11? It was like placed 11th or something it like is. that? It is, Boston Summon. Yeah, because as you vote, they must be tallying, they're not waiting till the end to show us it all, but, because like, which 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 had the best Boston Summon, or, or whatever. Cool, that'd be interesting to see, I it's 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 fun to see what people, what the fans think. I can't read Japanese. No, so. I'm. I oh, guess I got deep enough results. that I could find it. Yeah, but there's yeah. the first through tenth place are are still question mark. They're not posting it. But number eleven is Emmett Selk. It says on here yep. Emmett yeah. Selk, but yeah, uh, which is above Sephiroth, which is probably where some of the pissed offness comes. And mm-hmm. uh, let's scroll down. Well, I don't. I don't see Squall. Kefka, so it must not be as good. Well, these as are Kefka. characters overall. This is yeah. villains. Squall, Butts is there. (laughs) Vincent Shantoto, Locke, Crystal, Egger, Butts. (laughs) Oh, how's Squall going to be lower than Sephiroth, though? Mm. That's interesting. Whatever. People love Sephiroth. I mean, like, love him in an unhealthy way. Cloud will be somewhere in the top three. Ooh, Sukiyomi's 14th on the boss summons. Sepha Sephiroth. Rubicant Bahamut from 10, Tsukiyomi from 14, Dark Spider from 3, Odin from 8, Titan from 14, Yasmat Omega from 14, Rare from 6, Diablos from 8, Ozma from 9, Shinru from 5, Neo X Death from 5, Titania, a lot of 14 in here. I don't know if it's, yeah. That's that's pretty interesting. Uh, where we are robbed is I do not see any entries for music. Oh my! Well, it must be that uh, must be that Uematsu love, I guess. What? No, no, no. Yeah, no, not not saying anything bad about Uematsu, but fourteen does have some pretty amazing music. Well, there's still first, second, and third place to be won there. So <laughs> yeah. We'll see. 
A collaboration hotel room can re- be reserved at the Royal Park Hotel Iconic Tokyo Shiradome from March 18th through June 30th. Rooms are, base- are decorated based on Il Meg and introduce a giant beaver cup. Okay. Primal's Live in Tokyo Bringers of Shadow concert will happen in April 14th and 15th. I have cat on my keyboard. Oh, there's the cup. Okay. Oh, it, it's, it's the beavers from Il Meg. That is a that is if you guys haven't done that quest line, that is a disturbing quest <laughs> line. Uh, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's a lot. Whew, uh, I think it was a, I think it was a good live letter. I didn't other than Daddy Yoshida coming down on everybody and the way markers and the and the mm-hmm. the DPS stuff. Everybody else was happy. So if we didn't get chided, I think everybody been would have been extremely happy with uh, with what was seen here. I was on the Facebook for fourteen. Facebook's usually a hotbed of shit, but um, <laughs> a lot of people were very happy with Ruby Weapon. A lot of, especially with the Seven remake being around the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is good hype for it. Um, of course, this is probably released around the same time because they expected the Seven remake to be uh, very soon, but it got pushed back to April, I believe. Uh, and so, uh, this is just in step with it. A lot of people were confused on that Facebook and thought it was images from the remake and were like, I can't believe they've made Ruby Weapon look like this. It's amazing. And the people were like, yeah, that's 14. That's That's not 14. Go check it out. (laughs) Go play. Uh, Give Yoshida your money. It's still a good game, guys. It's just, it's, it is a good community is occasionally acts like the game is burning down and everything's terrible but it is it is a lot of fun a lot of a lot of references i think it's it's very reference heavy and i think other final fantasy players would enjoy that a lot all right let us move on to last call uh i'm gonna shout out klaus from phoenix down radio is doing a minnesota meetup on march 7th at Victoria Burrow. Uh, the website's victoriaburrow.com. We'll have, I'm going to be there. Uh, we're going to have more information on when. I think we're thinking early. I think we might be thinking like noon. Yelta, I click this link and the first thing I see, it says axe throwing. Oh, have you not ever thrown an axe? I've never, no, I've never thrown an axe, but I've also never heard of Victoria Burrow before, so I was <laughs> like, Holy shit, they do axe throwing at this point. It looks like a – it's kind of like a mix between like a Dave and Buster's, but it's a little more rustic than that, mm-hmm. and you can throw axes. It looks like they got pizza, the video games. They got axe throwing. Um, it, it, and Mini golf, basketball. It's, it's – and it's like 15 It's like fifteen minutes from my house. I can't believe I've never been there. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. They have alcohol, Yelta. I know. Oh my god, the last the last meetup, I was drinking the most delicious little drinks. Oh my mm. god. They were like video game themed drinks and stuff. The axe bar. Yeah. We're in Minnesota. We like our plaid and our axe throwing, so and our drinking. Oh, it looks like sometimes there's live music. Yeah, Victoria, Minnesota is where this will be at. Very nice. But uh, we'll let you know more as it gets closer. It's coming up, though. That's only a month away. It's a month away, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, then, I guess. I guess it's probably closing time, then. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website, www.gtffxiv.com. While you're there, please leave us a comment. And if you'd like to, you can support us by clicking the donation button. 
You can find us on Twitter at GTFFXIV. Email us at GTFFXIV at gmail.com. Uh, please rate us on whatever you use to listen to us. Uh, personal plugs, Ruby. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. And you can find me on Twitter at Yelta Sumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. As always, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.